Hey guys, welcome back to Cup Golds with SNM. Hello. What's up, Maggie? Not that. Maggie. The M in the SM. <laughs> What's up, Sean? We got we gotta stop trying to do improv. We're not skilled at it. We took no lessons. No, we should probably have something before we go in. Before we just start a show. Some kind of banta. I don't know why I did like a Queen's <laughs> accent there. <laughs> That's how you say banta. Yeah, you're not skilled at it. Stop. <laughs> you just work in a strange accent that's the same thing as being funny. Right? Hello, love. All my Hello. accents sound like that. Or Australian. <laughs> that was your Japanese accent, right? Is that what it sounded like? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm really <laughs> bad at it. I'm like, really bad at accents. Like, I don't know, was it? Like, I don't know. Maybe. So mm. what's up? What you been up to? <laughs> it's... Uh, it's your birthday this week. Yep. Yeah, it's exciting, right? June 5th. Yep. Maggie's going to have a birthday. She's have a birthday June 5th. You can send presents to me. Or you can just subscribe by, to our Patreon. I, I was going to say, by send presents, I mean go to Patreon. Go to Patreon. And donate at the $5 level to hear all of our good content. Yeah, donate our, at the dollar level. Just our killer content right there. People love it. Our May content was actually pretty solid. I can say that 100% of our Patreon subscribers are at the $5 level because yeah, they, have they fun. or and they some of them have upgraded. They started at a dollar and they they've kept it at the at the $5 level cuz they enjoy our our extra podcasts are in the raw podcast. Yeah. So that's our, pretty cool. That's great. Our in the raw stuff is pretty decent. Or they just want to support the show which is nice too which is also very kind of pleasant of them yeah. but our our may one was better than usual i think so in parts the fact, of it and some high points in the fact that it was longer than usual it was longer and i don't know i, th I think there's some funny stuff i don't know about that but <laughs> it was better than usual um other than that you got a news story um uh, not really Trying to think of any exciting news. So we've got to figure out our summer movie slate. I know that much. I haven't bought any more tickets. I only have tickets for Spider-Man. That's the only movie you're for sure going to go see. We've got to do a summer movie group movie watch. Something that sounds like Hulu or no. somewhere. So but that way we can all watch. Uh, as As far as theatrical releases go... We have Toy Story 4. Fuck you, not seeing it. Now, do you mean that the same way as you did when you said you weren't going to see Endgame? No, I genuinely don't need to see Toy Story 4. There's nothing going on. You just don't want to see Toy... You've seen the other three. You've seen I the first have... two multiple times. I shouldn't have seen Toy Story 3. <laughs> you only saw it one time. I right? only saw it the once. It's a good movie. And Andy was like, hey, guys, I'm the saddest character ever. Everybody look at my sad storyline. So I assume in Toy Story 4, he gets cancer and Andy dies. Is the, his storyline is done. We have been over this. I don't need to see any more. There's no more Andy. It's the new girl. Andy, Andy's like, I get I the and leukemias boy, and I die in, in Toy Story Tony 4. Hale voices the new character Sporky or okay. Forky, whatever his name is. Number one. Tony Hale is not my boy. That's your boy. You love Tony Hale. No, you're yeah. the one who loved Veep. I love Veep. You. you don't like Veep? 
Veep is a great Veep show on an HBO. It's over now, but you can watch all seven seasons. It's fantastic. You're the Veep fan. Yeah. You watched in there. I like Arrested Development. Yeah. He's Buster in Arrested Development. Tony Hale's great. Okay, but you're the Tony Hale fan. I do like Tony mm-hmm. Hale. And I like Toy Story as well. All right, so the other movie, and this one comes out Friday, is Friday. X-Men Dark Phoenix. No go fuck <clears> yourself. It's the last X-Men movie. I already movie. saw Sansa become queen once. I don't need her to She's not going to become once. queen. I don't think you know how the Dark Phoenix saga ends. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't. That would be... <coughs> Sorry. Is that Was that a, like a spoiler? Like, I don't. So we'll go see that then. You're in for no, that. I'm not. I don't like X-Men. You've seen like every X-Men movie almost. Yeah. You and even we saw X-Men 3. Like you... And we named our kids after X-Men. I'm not a huge fan. Okay. And what else is coming out? The new Chucky movie? Child's Play remake? Maybe. Um, That's a maybe. Uh, it Chapter 2. That's a yes. That's a hell yes. It's September, I That's think. That's a fuck Yes. I, um, I can't wait to see Bill Hader. I love Bill Hader. Bill uh, Hader in fucking It. It's going to be so great. I want to see all the deleted scenes and alternate takes of Bill Hader. Bill Hader just laughing. Through all the takes. He's like, you guys, there's Pennywise. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, oh, my God. I'm so excited for that. Let's just fast forward. All right, so I'll get you an X-Men ticket. No. Because you didn't give me a hard no on that. that this, was, is that a a no. No. this is a hard this is a no. This is a hard no. You need to learn. Me, I got a hard no on Toy Story. You need to learn about consent. <laughs> this is consent a hard for no. The, you go to the movies. Yes. I just, I'm going to give you some, some roofies, and next thing you know, you're watching Dark Phoenix. Next thing I know, <laughs> next thing I know, Andy has fucking leukemia. <laughs> Andy is not part of the story. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Like 99% sure Andy is done. If I, if I understood Toy Story 3, he went off to college, which is what made you sad. That's what made you sad. I can't. He wasn't a sad kid. He just he outgrew his toys. Fuck this. And fuck man, that. just turn on the waterworks, right? I can't. I can't. <laughs> not. I'm not watching that. <laughs> Toy Story franchise is dead to me. I need to tell everyone that as we record, both dogs have decided to join me. And Which they need lovely. blankets. So I might pass out from, <laughs> from, heat. from heat over here. Both dogs feel the need to sit here. I have to tell everyone that I went to an event earlier, like a little nothing serious, just a friend's house. And I got home and everything was fine. And I decided to make brownies and everything was fine. And then I tweaked my back in the kitchen and now I'm dying because I've and I took I took ibuprofen. Every affliction that befalls you does not equal dying. I think you should know that. I don't know, man. That's not. I'm not the sure. End result. I'm not sure everything. about that. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure. You did, you Jury's know, out. You can, you know. You can and it's like right. Above my tailbone, like it's like the small of my back where my butt starts to jut out at. Yeah. I tweaked my back there a, few, a couple of weeks ago. I think it's because I'm old and fat. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. I'm just so I obese. I just moved a certain way. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, you're just you're yeah, you're just a whale. That's what it is, Maggie. No, you're old. Plus, you have scoliosis. You have scoliosis, right? Yeah, I have scoliosis, okay. I always, motherfucker. I Wait, thanks for like, calling me out. 
<laughs> Did I out you for scoliosis? Fucking ableist. Do we, <laughs> do we have to edit this out now? You don't want to share your scoliosis? Maybe people will identify with you now. Do you identify with me? If so, join my Patreon page at a $5 or higher level. <laughs> Preferably just $5. <laughs> Unless you're going to go like crazy oh, for like $150. Otherwise, we have to do a lot more content. Yeah. Preferably only at $5. Unless yeah. you're going to do $100. No. You know what? No. $5. Because if you go all out and you do like the $100 level, I have to do everything in between the $5 and the $100 level. Yeah, we have, we have a lot of things to do. Or you could just just identify with me. It's fine. There's strength <laughs> in numbers. This, All right. I'm, I'm, I want to go first this week. My oh. topic's kind of brief and scattered. My topic's kind of brief, too. <laughs> Is it? Shit. we got to fill it with our lovely banter. Some banter. Banter. I don't know. Banter. I, I really don't know. You know what I think is weird? Is that like, so when, what's his name? Tony Hale? Yeah. Tony That's Hale. the name of? The guy who plays Buster and Gary? Nope. I'm trying to think of the guy who plays Spider-Man. Tom Holland? Tom Holland. When Tom Holland played um, Spider-Man. Yes. He did a Queen's accent. Yes, he did. And everyone was like. Why didn't anyone think to do a Queen's accent before? Right. I think it's because no one knows what a Queen's accent sounds like. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, they must have had some real New Yorkers working on that movie. Right? Because uh, like. And they might have consulted with John Favreau because John Favreau was in the movie. So he might have been like, look, I grew up in New York or whatever. Some people from Queen's talk. Right. Do you think people who hear me talk, they're like, you're from Cleveland? I've, either that or I. I I sometimes think that people think we're, we're like from Wisconsin or something even. What? Yeah. I Because people tell us, I've heard that we have like this Midwestern accent and I feel like I have non-regional diction. I feel I like I have non-regional diction. Or at yeah. least I can have non-regional diction if I yeah. choose. When I'm talking lazy, I understand that I don't. I, 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 don't, well. I don't feel like I have any kind of Southern accent or any kind of like I can Fargo say Massachusetts. Accent. Oof. <laughs> so I'm uh, one up on some people. Hey, so you want to get you want to dive into these topics? Yeah, about a, 15 minutes before we normally do. <laughs> we don't usually chat that long, do we? We, we chat no, for a while. I don't think so. Okay. What do you? What you got? Other topics you want to delve into? We could talk about my back some more. It really hurts. That's all I can think about. That is how you are when you're in pain. Yeah. No matter what the pain is. Yeah. Oh, you know what we could talk about? Trover saves the universe. Oh. We never talk about games that well. We don't talk about games that often. We could just we could just get right into it. So, if you if you are a fan of the show Rick and Morty. One of the co-creators that was created by Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. And Justin Roiland does a lot of the voices. He does Rick and Morty and a bunch of other people on the show. But like everybody ma else. Mainly Rick and Morty. And everybody else. No, he doesn't do like the family and stuff. Uh, he doesn't do Beth or Jerry or uh, Summer. But he, um, he does a lot of alien voices and whatnot. Uh, anyway, he started a video game development company called Squanch Games. Squanch. And, uh... Which, if you watch the show, you know what squanching is. Yeah. And he... He's... His first game... He loves VR. He's... He's done... I guess... I don't know if this is their first game, but he's worked on some other games. 
There is a Rick and Morty game called Virtual Rickality, and then there's one before that. Oh, I forget the name of that one, though. It was... Uh, I don't know. doesn't but matter. It, anyway, this is like his first like real game, VR though. VR is fucking brutal. And it's called Trover Saves the Universe. And if you like the humor in Rick and Morty, this game will appeal to you. And it's solid gameplay. I've only played through about two levels of it. I played through the first level in VR. Came out with my stomach feeling weird. I don't do well. I, I think I do better than some in VR, like you. <laughs> like better than me. You were in VR for like ten minutes and you thought you were gonna throw up. Well, okay. Did we tell the VR story? I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. I don't remember. That was over a year ago, I think. If we may have told this story before, because we don't we don't listen to our podcast, so we don't know what we've told you. So we got this VR thing right for like Christmas, like a year ago. Yeah, PlayStation, PlayStation VR. Yeah. And, like, it came with some demo. Came with a demo disc with a few different games on it. And then I had Resident Evil 7 already, which was VR compatible. All right, so he makes me play, what was it, Resident Evil? I made you play, like, some little, actually, a demo version of Resident Evil. That's So it was shorter, but, yeah, it's basically Resident Evil 7. So he makes me play Resident Evil... And I'm like, well, I'm just not going to do it because. Yeah, you no, well, you were doing it like and you knew you had to go in some room and you were like, nope, I'm not going through that door. No, it makes me it makes you like you have to you have to follow these clues or whatever. And then I was like, all right, well, now you have to climb up this ladder and like go into this thing because there, there were like two other guys. And it was like, Bob, Bob, what's wrong with Bob? Right. And I was like. Well, I'm just, I'm not going there to find out what's wrong with Bob because <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be good. Like, like Bob's clearly not okay. So I love the way you play games where you, so, you turn games into a real choose your own adventure. And yeah. you just like, I choose not to play anymore. That's the end of my gaming I experience. I choose not to engage with Bob because clearly Bob is not well yeah. and we should go out this front door and get him medical attention. <laughs> so that's how I choose to play the VR game. And then I went to the front door and the front door is locked. And I was like, well, in my game, I would just sit down and cry. That's how I would play this game. I understand I'm supposed to go check on Bob to progress, but I don't want to do that. So instead, I didn't play the game anymore. And then you took the headset off. And I was sick to my stomach because it turns out I am not someone who could play VR. So I last longer in the VR. Uh, I... I, I think I played Trover probably about an hour, hour and a half when I first got it. And I hadn't used the VR in about a year because of the, the one day I just over over Christmas <laughs> vacation. I was so excited about VR. I had to try all the games in one day. And I spent like five and a half hours straight in the fucking <laughs> VR. When I came out, I was like, oh, I'm dying. I'm going to die. It's so Everything bad. Everything that happens to you doesn't mean you're dying, Sean. Is that is a non-regional diction you're using? No, I thought I was sounding like someone who's on Twitter. <laughs> that was my Twitter voice. Uh, so I do the I do Trover for about an hour, hour and a half, and my stomach was queasy. I wasn't uh, real sick like the other time, but I was uncomfortable. And it, there's just something about VR. Yeah. Because of that separation. And this is a game where you sit down and play, and you play with a controller, which is, you know, see, some games you, you have to stand and move around and turn, and this game is not designed for that at all. Uh, but you, thankfully, you can play it outside of VR. So the next time I played it, uh, Logan watched me play, and we 
he was just cracking up the whole time. He just wants to watch me play Trover now because that one I was in this area. I was trying to solve a puzzle. I was trying to get through this castle wall. And there's these two guards who both sound like Rick from Rick and Morty. They sound like variations of Rick. And they're just they're just they're bantering the whole time. Yeah. And banter. They must have recorded thousands and thousands of lines of dialogue for this game because they never repeated anything. And the conversation was just all over the place. They'd go from comparing their muscles to doing jumping jacks to arguing and shouting fuck you at each other over and over to then talking about how the one starts talking about how he was on a keto diet. He was in (laughs) he was in ketosis and he's (laughs) how he's burning all his all his all his fat, his fat stores. And it was it was so funny because it was like, I, I, I know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and and they just kept bantering until I finally figured out how the fuck to get up there and kill them. Uh, and they and they taunt you the whole time. And then the, the, the some of the quests in the game, you know, there's always fetch quests in games. And What does that mean? Fetch quests, like go get? Yeah, go get this, bring it back kind of thing. Is that, and so they do... Is that what they're called? Fetch quests, yeah. I've never Let's, heard them called that. There's fetch quests, there's escort quests, there's all kinds of stuff. I've never heard them called fetch quests. Yeah, that's what... Were uh, they called that when I used to play games? I, I think so. They've been called that for a while. Why I, did I, I know of anyway. That? I really don't, I mean, I don't know the origin of that slang or whatever, but... Well, do that as your topic this week. <laughs> Video game slang? I don't really know Video a lot game of slang. And... And the fetch quests are funny because, you know, the one time that one guy, he's like, hey, I'm Mr. Pop up. And he's just in your face oh and he's floating God, and, he's, so and he's naked, but, but he has socks on. He has socks on and a band. OK, so I watched this part because this was on day one. And you can watch what's cool about when I was playing in VR is you can still see on the screen what I'm what I'm yeah. doing. So when he's in VR, I can still watch from like my desk. I have my desk to where it blocks the couch. So I don't have to see the person sitting on the couch, but I can still see the TV. It's very it was a. Uh, Strategic. That was a choice. So, so I could watch it. And Mr. Pop Up has socks on. He's nude, but he's got a band aid over his genitals. <laughs> very upsetting. It's very upsetting. And then, what well, was great too? It's like so, you know, in in games, you're the hero, right? And a lot of times, they give you these these binary choices of like in role playing games, like Mass Effect or whatever. You can do this and wipe out a whole. You can commit genocide, or you can do this and and save them, but potentially at the putting other people at risk in the future or whatever, you know, you can be benevolent or, and then there's consequences yeah. for your actions. So in this one, the whole point of this, the first level is, uh, this Mr. Pop-up wants you to push this guy's house off the edge of the cliff. Cause it's not zoned for housing. So he wants you to destroy this guy's house. So when you get to this guy, this guy's like this giant monster dude who actually eats people. And he ate, um, he has he has 12 pregnant women in his house oh and he's going to induce labor prematurely so he can eat the babies oh so obviously you're like well i gotta kill but he's like hey i'll, I'll just give you this crystal if you kill mr pop-up instead so you can make that choice to either kill mr pop-up by rolling a boulder on his house or you can kill this bad guy by pushing his house off so i'm like well i'll push the guy's house off and of course Tro- trover is with you you're not you're not trover you're you're just a guy who's who's it's like a single player co-op game is how I would describe it. It's a single player co-op. You play with Trover and Trover sounds like Morty 
And so you, I push this guy's house off. He's like, oh, man, you just killed 12 pregnant women. How do you feel about that? <laughs> and then Mr. Pop-Up comes over. He's like, oh, th- thanks for thanks for killing him. And, uh, I'm so glad you got rid of him. And he's like, now I got to find my 12 pregnant wives. <laughs> it's, like, it's a really twisted game. It's very fun. It's, just, it's a good twist on, on gaming. And Justin Roiland is clearly a gamer. And uh, it's a fun game so far. It's, it's a solid game. You don't need VR to play it. It's only thirty dollars. Oh, that is cheap. Yeah, and it's if you like Rick, it's the humor isn't for everybody, but I like Rick and Morty. So if you like Rick it's and Morty, really you'll probably cheap. like it. Yeah, huh. it's a very and it's not a, a short game. Well, it's probably shorter than normal. I guess about twelve hours, but to me, that's a lot of gameplay for thirty bucks. I mean, there's Call of Duty games that are, you know, the campaign is six hours. <sighs> so yeah, that's my. Little impromptu video game recommendation. Trover Saves the Universe. It is available on the PS4, and it will be out on the PC, possibly by the time you hear this. It's weird. Is it's called Trover Saves the Universe, but you don't even play as Trover. But you control him though. You control him, but you're at the same time you're still the player because to kind of keep Trover's friend to try to keep that virtual reality connection to keep you from having to do too much. Yeah. Since you're a Cherorpian. Chero, uh, Cheropian? Cheropian, I think. You just sit in your chair all day. Cheropians can't walk <laughs> is the whole thing. So you're the Cheropian guy. And that's kind of a joke in the game, too, because people tell you to get off your lazy ass. And Trover's always like, he's a Cheropian. He can't, he can't walk. Nothing, nothing we can do. So you get to sit, play the game in VR. It's, it's pretty brilliant. And Trover's just this purple guy. He's a purple... Uh, what is it? Purple... Uh, eye hole monster is what he's called. Gross. And he puts no, power babies in his eye holes to get to power up and stuff and get new powers. I don't like eye holes. <laughs> you know, like the eye hole stuff, I which is also a Rick and Morty thing. Like I Justin Roiland Johnson. is obsessed with eye holes, as you can see from his eye hole cereal or whatever that was called. Is that what it was? Yeah, the eye holes. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get my topic out of the way. My topic this week is a brief, a brief history of the uh, Wolverine comic book character. Oh, I thought you were going to do of me since it was my birthday week. (laughs) Do you want me to cover you? No, that's fine. (laughs) Brief history of Maggie. (laughs) Brief history of Maggie. We did tell some good stories on the last week on the in the raw. Yeah, I know. I think those are I, I, I know Steve was cracking up. Those are some pretty solid stories. Yeah, those are some those are some fun stories. <laughs> what are those great stories? Let's just talk about how great those stories were. Huh? <laughs> so fun. Good times Good in those stories. stories. That nobody else got to hear. Good, those great stories behind the paywall. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Wolverine is a Marvel comic book character who was created in 1974. Stupid. He was created by Marvel editor-in-chief Roy Thomas. Writer Len Wine and Marvel art director John Romita Sr. So John Romita Sr. designed. We were talking about John Romita Jr. He's also uh, he he did those that cable artwork. So is that okay? So there's a question. Is yeah. that why we have the junior? Is because his dad was also in the same industry? Because I guess yeah, otherwise, he's, not, he's not actually a junior. He's, he's a, a middle. He has a middle different middle name. Yeah, he's he's not. I think he added the junior just so he to just so he because otherwise it would be John Romita, I guess. I don't know. 
So he has a different... Are they related? Yeah, it's a son. Oh, okay. But he has a different middle name? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> you throw a question at me, I don't know the answer to. Well, I if just... he's not actually a junior, that means they have, there's a differentiating name somewhere. Uh, let, me, let me see. I don't know if it's like a George Foreman situation. Okay, I don't... You don't need to start Googling. No, you ask a question, I got, I got to answer it now. Oh. His name is John Salvatore Romita, and professionally known as John Romita Jr., See what John Romita Sr.'s name is. John V. Romita. See? There you go. We so solved it. Yeah. but he, So he goes by Junior. Again, just to kind of distinguish you himself from his father, I'm sure. You are not a Junior if you have a different mental name from All right. Now I've lost elder. my... <laughs> I think I closed out of the thing I was using. Go to your history. To answer your question. This podcast is not... I, I added a tab. That doesn't even make sense. Oh, there it is. It was behind another tab. All right. Good Lord. All right. So anyway, uh, so yeah, he was created by the uh, EIC Roy Thomas, writer Len Wine, and Marvel art director John Romita Sr. So he's not a sin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Romita designed the character, although it was first drawn for publication by Herb Trimpey. Herb. Because uh, there's a fucking H in it. <laughs> That's a, that is a joke. So uh, Roy Thomas asked writer Len Wine to devise a character specifically named Wolverine, who is Canadian and of small stature and with a Wolverine's fierce temper. Wow, small stature, just like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Romita Sr. designed the first Wolverine costume and believes he introduced the retractable claws, saying, when I make a design, I want it to be practical and functional. I thought, if a man has claws like that, how does he scratch his nose or tie his shoes? Oh. Um, have you ever seen a superhero tie his shoes? <laughs> But he's trying to think practically, though, which is appreciated. I've practically stuff. never seen a superhero tie his shoes. You didn't see Scott Pilgrim? I think Scott oh, Pilgrim yeah. ties he, his shoes. He ties his shoes. Is he, is he a, I guess he's the hero. He's definitely. He's a comic book superhero. He's very much superhero. He punches people and they turn into coins. I guess it's more of a video game superhero, but still. Uh, Do you want us to watch it real quick? <laughs> no. All right. All right, so Wolverine first appeared in the final teaser panel of the Incredible Hulk number 180, uh, which is that's not technically that's not considered his first appearance. So his full, first full appearance is considered Incredible Hulk number 181. So they a lot of comic characters have like some kind of teaser thing and they don't count it as a full appearance. Like same thing with Venom, like 299 is actually Venom's first appearance just Venom. For, and cable had the same thing i remember Venom, 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 Venom. all right so and herb trimpey was the artist on the book at the time so that's why the first version of, of wolverine that we were introduced to was was uh penciled by herb trimpey and then john Romita is herb trimpey really his name yeah herb trimpey yeah <laughs> is that weird it's a weird name I've known his name for years because of that. I just feel like that's I just everybody's feel heard like, that name before. Okay. <laughs> Herb Trippy. He's fucking Wolverine's coat. You know, he got to draw Wolverine. He's got first time. He needs to be wearing a trench coat and have a wide brim hat. And he's Herb Trippy. All right. So um Herb Trippy. Let's see. All right. So back in two thousand nine, Trimpy said he distinctly <laughs> remembers Trimpy. Ramita's original sketch and said, the way I see it, 
Ramita and wine sewed the monster together and I shocked it to life. It was just one of those secondary or, or uh, tertiary characters. How do you say it? Is it tertiary. Ter tertiary? Tertiary characters, actually, that we were using in that particular book with no particular notion of it going anywhere, which is, which makes sense because the, they were introducing characters all the time and, and they still do. There's so many characters you never hear, mostly, you know, typically villains. And that's, you know, he's a villain of the Hulk in this particular, as it, when he starts off. Same thing with Punisher was a villain for Spider-Man. He was a hired assassin to take out Spider-Man. Uh, and no, nobody really knows what characters are going to take off and which ones aren't. And it seems like more of them don't take off. Just as Curb Trimpy. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we did characters in the Incredible Hulk all the time that were in particular issues. And that was the end of them. Um, though often credited as co-creator, Trimpy denied having had any Trimpy. role in Wolverine's creation. All Wait. right. But he just said he shocked it to life. That's what he said. He he, but he he didn't. He said they put it together. Oh. And then you know he he brought it to the page though, but he didn't technically he wasn't there for the creation of the character, which I think is uh, admirable to not. There's a there's so many issues with with the older comic book characters and, and owners' rights and stuff, and typically it's people saying no 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 I I contributed this or that you know, and he's like no I I was just the first artist. Herb Trimpy. Yes. Herb Trimpy. What a stand-up guy, that Herb Trimpy. <laughs> All right. His, his introduction was a little bit ambiguous, revealing very little about him. Uh, he was just a superhuman agent of the Canadian government. Uh, he never retracted his claws, although Len Wein stated that they had always been envisioned as retractable. Well, that's weird because that other guy said that he made them retractable. So John Romita Sr. is... Uh... Said he'd, he's no, they said they've always been retractable. They just never retracted in the story. You never saw his claws get pulled back in. Hmm. All right. He briefly appeared in Incredible Hulk number 182. And then he next showed up in 1975's Giant Size X-Men number one, written by Len Wein, penciled by Dave Cockrum. You have something to say about that name? Cockrum. 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 Oh. Like you know, Captain Morgan's rum. Oh. I thought you were going to go cock ring when I read that. So no. cock rub. That's yeah, better. That's what I heard. <laughs> you heard cock rub. All right. Sorry, Dave Cockrum. Yeah, um, it's a shame. <laughs> it's a real shame. Your name's cock rub. All right. Gil Kane illustrated the cover artwork, but incorrectly drew Wolverine's mask with the larger headpieces. You know, the pointy things that stick out. Yeah, those are dumb. So, yeah, they were they're a lot smaller in his original appearance. Who Who did that? Uh, Gil Kane, but oh. Dave Cockrum liked uh, Gil Kane, not Bill, not uh, not Bob Kane, who created Batman. This is Gil Kane, um, but he liked Kane's accidental alteration, believing it to be similar to Batman's mask, and incorporated it into his own artwork for the actual story. He was what a cockrum! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, Cockrum was also the first artist to draw Wolverine without his mask and the distinctive hairstyle. That became a trademark of the character. Uh, where do we go next? Um, all right. So then. The Venom, 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 Venom. All right. After he joined the the, the revamped version of the X-Men, uh, where uh, writer Chris Claremont and artist and writer John Byrne played significant roles in the character's development, giving him his backstory and whatnot. And then artist Frank Miller also collaborated with Claremont and helped revise the character. Uh, with his first solo series, it was a four-part 
uh, self-titled limited series that ran in 1982. And this was also where his catchphrase first showed up, which is, of course, Maggie. Wolverine's. Wolverine has a catchphrase? You don't know Wolverine's catchphrase? Is it Honey Badger Don't Care? <laughs> honey Badger Don't Care. That's right. No. Uh, I'm the best there is at what I do, but what I do isn't very nice. Like he actually said that in the X-Men movie or in the, in the Wolverine movie, the first one. That is, that is dumb. It's 1982. That's dumb. <laughs> That's a long catchphrase. Like, calm down. He would usually shorten it to, I'm the best there is at what I do. And then you could kind of imply what he meant by that. That it wasn't very nice. Oh, I thought it was Honey Badger Don't Care. No, that came much later. Is he a Honey Badger? He's <laughs> no. a Honey Badger, right? So then, so they kind of added to his backstory. Uh, you know, they gave him the name Logan, which we didn't find out until, I don't know, late 90s, early 2000s. That wasn't his name. Everybody thought his name was Logan. And that Wolverine was like his superhero code name. But his name is actually James Howlett. And it turned out he was a lot older than everybody thought because of his healing factor. That was his only mutant ability in the comics as well, is that he could heal much faster than a normal human. He didn't have claws or anything like that. And that's weird because you just said he had claws and that they were retractable ever since day one. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, that, but that was, was a part of his mutant ability. Like they, they kind of added oh, to that yeah, later. Oh, yeah, yeah, You mean because they had a man, TM, and... Uh, right. So I think most people know the origin of Wolverine and that he, he was an experiment. Well, he was experimented on because of his healing factor. They're trying to create this super soldier and... Kind of like Steve Dave. And he, so he was, he was Steve Weapon Rogers. X. There was nine other people that they tried this on that didn't survive. So he was Weapon X, Weapon 10. And it worked. He survived the adamantium fusion and they added these three steel claws to each hand that were retractable maggie and oh yeah i guess sorry uh but in doing so he lost his memory or they wiped his memory and he he didn't know his origins all he knew is that he was like logan slash wolverine and that's all Jeez. we knew about him for Venom. years no it's a different different character it's marvel oh. but different characters still Marvel licensed by Fox is X-Men. Right. But not anymore. But it sucks. But that's why I'm that's why I'm actually doing Wolverine is because I'm actually very excited for Marvel's take on Wolverine. Oh, but anyway, I'm getting off course here. So in 1993, in, in uh, issue number 75 of or maybe it was 74. 74 or 75 of Wolverine. Oh, yeah, you better get it right because someone was about to go out and buy it based on your recommendation. Maybe. Anyway, <laughs> I think this is when Magneto. I think Dick Cockrub was going to go out and Jesus buy it. Jesus Christ. Is that his name? Dick Cockrub. That's terrible. That's so disrespectful. Is that his name? No, Dave Cockrum. Oh. Anyway. So disrespectful. So disrespectful. To He's amazing. To Dave Cockrum. To Dick Cockrum. Jesus Christ. That's his name. <laughs> you got to stop. So 1993, Magneto decides he's had enough of Wolverine's bullshit. Wolverine's on his bullshit again, right? <laughs> so You know, you know Wolverine. He's always like, Honey Badger, he's don't like, give I'm the best there is of what I do, Honey Badger. And he he's goes like, after Magneto. Magneto's like, all right, I'm gonna do it. And he rips all the adamantium off his bones. He just rips all the adamantium off his body. 
And I mean, like if I were Honey Badger, I wouldn't be fucking going his, after his name is Wolverine. If I were Wolverine, <laughs> I would I wouldn't be going after Magneto. Magneto. Right. I'd be like the last person on right. my shit list. Like I would be like, that's right, I have a metal skeleton and he fucks with metal. Right. So I'm just gonna just gonna go over I'll, here. I'll be over here. Like <laughs> out of range. Like, I'll be like Hunter Honey Badger and like way the fuck over here in Canada. So he strips all that amantium, and, and I remember this in the comic was a big deal. And then for some reason, he had bone claws now. And that actually, they retconned that's not, that. That's not unusual. I saw it in the movie. Well, yeah, they did that. The movie came out years after this. So I saw it in the movie. But no, in the movie, kid. though, they show him with the bone claws as a child. This is how they, yeah, they retconned when it. When he kills Lee Schreiber's dad. And this is how they retconned it in the comics is because of his healing factor it had just become accustomed to the adamantium claws that it like recreated them, but with bone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how they, that's how they decided to do that. That can't be because he was a child and he had bone That was claws. the movie though. A separate universe. That movie's not even very oh, good. Oh yeah. Separate universe. Yeah. Cause <clears throat> yeah. comics, 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 cinematic, two different things. Dumb. Dumb as a box <laughs> of rocks. Can't handle this shit, but okay. So, I, I don't mind the bone claws. It's just always it's just one of those things that shows you how comics change and evolve over time. And you Listen, just kind of accept. Here's why I mind bone claws. Why do you mind? Because it doesn't take a lot of pressure to break a bone. Yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. So if you have those those bone claws are sticking out unsupported by anything else. Yeah. You'd be snapping them off constantly. Well, they show like Sabretooth steps on him in the movie and breaks him off at one point when his hand is on the ground. Yeah, all the time though that'd painful. be happening. Well, yeah, if you have him out. Which he seemed to. He did like to stab things, but he had the regenerative property, so they would just grow back. Oh, my God, all the time with that, though. You'd yeah. be growing back your bone claws all the goddamn. It'd be yeah. like Harry Potter, and you're like, when when they make the bones vanish, all that, and it'd be like, wobbly, wobbly, I don't know what the wobbly, fuck wobbly. you're talking about right now. Oh. There's a spell to make bones vanish. How the fuck is Harry Potter not just one book? Just do that spell. You win. <laughs> do the bones. <laughs> Bone Venetia. Whatever the fuck. And then you're done. Wave your fucking wooden stick around. I hate magic so much. It's so fucking stupid. Fucking hate it. I like like performance magic, you know, like, you like sleight, sleight of, hand. of hand. Yeah, I, I like illusions. I don't like tricks are what whores do for money. Because I, I don't like magic in movies or books or whatever because you, you, there's no boundaries for magic like why not just say poof and everyone's dead because you did the the one thing with the spell ha ha kill all kill all the people over there i don't like them zing a la boom wave them <laughs> wave my twig around <laughs> i don't think zing a la boom would be a very you have good no thing. idea that's what i mean that's how stupid magic is i just but make here's a word the thing, like leviosa or whatever she says all the time it's leviosa is that a joke? Is that a thing? Are you doing a thing? You doing a bit right now? It's a made up word. <laughs> I mean, all words a, are made up. It's a, but it's a quote from the book. Oh. Leviosa. Right. God damn. <laughs> what? <I said> God damn. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so what, what happens next? And then he dies. What? No. He's got really long life or whatever. But he, I, I, I thought was, he died in that Wolverine movie. Like old man Logan or whatever, and then he like dies. Oh yeah, Logan eventually gets gets killed as as finally after you know he's been alive since like the eighteen hundreds, so eventually his as he gets older his his uh, mutant he gets ability. Tired. Well, no, his mutant ability also uh, 
gets older. It, yeah, I mean, it, it gets, you know, just, it's less potent. <laughs> so he can't heal like, like he used to, which makes sense. You know, as your body breaks down, also, you know, your, your mutant ability isn't going to be as strong. But it, it also kept him alive for unnatural long life as well. But again, that's the movie. That's not what we're here to talk about until oh. later. But I was going to talk about Sabretooth. Like, that, that's his brother, right? Yeah, Which you find out, everybody thought that in the comics for years, and finally they made it canon. He, they were related somehow. So anyway, but before because they reveal all that, a, his, Saber, mom was, his mom was a whore. Sabretooth would show out. up on Wolverine's birthday every year and beat the shit out of him, <laughs> like every year. And Have one year, little brother, one year oh, Wolverine has enough, and he chops off Sabretooth's head with the Muramasa sword. So because that's the only way you can kill these people with their regenerative abilities and everything. Well, he says that to him in the movie. He's what? like, he's like, what are you gonna do? Chop your fucking head off. He's like, I'm gonna chop your fucking head off. Yeah, but and again, that's just taken from the comics. But eventually, he definitively kills Sabretooth. Um, and eventually, Logan got killed in the comics as well. He was actually drowned in adamantium, and it sealed up around him, and he, you know, he couldn't get out, and eventually, he just suffocated. So that's one just way. had no oxygen, but he's back. He's okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's comics. Dick Cockrub was like, not gonna do it, not gonna do it. Uh, but yeah, so the, one of the reasons I was talking about Wolverine, obviously he's one of my favorites. My firstborn yeah. son is named Logan after yeah. Wolverine. Like, no. Because I wouldn't not, let you name him Daryl. After Dimebag Daryl. You yeah. wouldn't let me name him Dimebag either, which yep, I correct. thought that was short-sighted correct. on your part. No, it was not. <laughs> Did I try Dimebag? Do you know how funny it would be to have a physicist at Case Western Reserve <laughs> named Dimebag? His first name, Dimebag. He would just go by Dime. <laughs> My son Dime. I'd be like, ooh. I don't think it's, it's not going to work out, son. But yeah, he's been one of my favorites since since I was a kid. And uh, so the, Marvel has the property back, right? They have the X-Men back. They're going to reboot the franchise. This is my prediction. This only makes sense to, to not continue continuity from the Fox movies, which were pretty good for their time, but they're not up there with the rest of the MCU. So I'm hoping we get a brand new Wolverine movie. Well, and Wolverine's dead in, the, in right, that Right, exactly. Now. So we they, they can recast Wolverine now, hopefully with a shorter person. 5'8". Just make him 5'8". I know he's 5'3 in the comics. I could be Wolverine. I mean, so they like Wolverine's to do, height, They yes. like doing gender swaps. I'm pretty hairy. Well, they already short. did. We have X-23. They have the female Wolverine already. See, that'd be me. I could She's be. in the Logan movie as well. But it could be me. So, yeah, I'm short. I'm hairy. You could be, you could be the Wolverine as well. But Does anyway, Wolverine have back problems. So they're <laughs> no, he's regenerative. You know, he gets rid of that. He has them for very brief moments, and then he's fine. Mm. That's a really handy mutant ability when you think about it. It really is. I mean, you just you don't get headaches. You start to get a headache, and you're like, uh, okay, it's gone. You know, Dude, how do I fucking get <laughs> then? Why was Hugh Jackman always in such a bad mood as Wolverine? He was always so annoyed. He uh, well, he didn't know who he didn't know his past. So I think what? Was a lot of it. He was upset I about would it. be elated to not know my past. <laughs> if I didn't know my past, you know, how much happier I'd be. He was always on the run, though, too. That's one thing. He just kind of he lived on the run because he knew. All he all, actually, no, I don't even think he knew about the Weapon X stuff, according to the movies. Anyway, I'm getting the movies and the comics confused. But he was on the run also because he was a mutant. So he uh, was just on such a bad but he mood was just, all the time. He's just he had a bad attitude. He's one of those '80s, you know, '70s, '80s comic book characters like the Punisher. 
that's just you know or Frank Miller Batman or you know they they're always dark and grr they were gritty gritty folks it was very popular in the 80s and through the 90s so anyway Marvel Disney Marvel has the X-Men properties back so my hope is that they reboot Wolverine and they they do it right this time they give him his own movie and it's not as shitty as the first two Wolverine movies those were terrible the only good one was Logan and uh, there were some good moments in the, the both those movies but neither one of them was actually good they were always picking and choosing what they were going to take from the comics and they never seemed to quite pick the right stuff so we're going to get new X-Men and new Wolverine and I'm very excited and that's it that's that's all I have to say about Wolverine that's all I have to say about that that's all I have to say about that okay what do you have Miss Marples well in 19 nope well, in 1868, <laughs> construction began on the Athens Asylum. Okay. Levi Schoveld, a Cleveland, Ohio architect, designed the building. The asylum formally opened on January 9th, 1874, and within two years of opening. But where, where, you said in Athens? Athens, Ohio. Athens, Ohio. Okay. I didn't say that yet, though. Oh, so okay. That's what I was assuming because you said he was from you Cleveland. Were, you were fucking just jumping ahead. ahead. Yeah, you can't just let me do my thing. No. No. <laughs> Within two years of opening, administrators renamed the Athens Asylum as the Athens Hospital for the Insane. Oh, that sounds better. What did I name the, the Springwood <laughs> Asylum? Was that? It was so terrible. Springwood, uh, Mongoloid, yes, yeah, Springwood Mongoloid Society of America, or whatever. Oh, it was so what terrible. That's good stuff. Over its history, the hospital underwent several name changes, including being known as Athens Asylum for the Insane, Athens State Hospital, the Southeastern Ohio Mental Health Center, the Athens Mental Health Center, the, An the Athens Mental Health and Mental Retardation Center and the Athens Mental Health and Developmental Center. The Athens Asylum was one of several hospitals for the mentally ill developed, or I'm sorry, operated by the state of Ohio. Today, this complex is called Ridges and is part of Ohio University. Still around. The hospital closed in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> You said today it's called this. It is part of, and then you're like, no, it closed. Gotcha. <laughs> I didn't say it was operational. I just said this was called. <laughs> Most of the original buildings were renovated by Ohio University, and today they are used as a medical facility. The remains of over 1,900 of the asylum's original patients remain in the original Athens Lunatic Asylum Cemetery. These names, man. <laughs> On the college campus. Like, this is the Athens craziest fucking nut shit person building. <laughs> Welcome all. But if you're crazy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, right? Okay, so the Lunatic Asylum was the original name of the Athens Asylum. I took out Lunatic from the beginning. But, um, so yeah, the hospital itself closed. They redid a whole bunch of the, of the building it, it, and turned it into medical facilities for Ohio University right. in Athens. The Ridges is one of the abandoned places that is said to be powerfully haunted. Oh. 
Everyone knew that despite the large number of number of disturbed individuals re residing there, the Ridges was a peaceful and calm place where patients benefited from fountains and picnics on the beautiful grounds. But the scenery would not last a long time. The Ridges soon turned into an overcrowded institution that was treating the patients in a cruel way. Ice water baths. Do you feel like there was more people in asylums back in the day because they just didn't know how to deal with any kind of mental like health? epilepsy and stuff like that even? Yeah, or yeah. even autism. Or just like Down syndrome. Yes. Mental institution. Yeah. Any kind or, yeah, of autism. Uh, just anything. They're like, Deve yeah, well, just put them in the asylum. I mean, they renamed it to include developmental. Yeah. It was any kind of developmental delay. Right. And they were just like, asylum you go. Can't read so good, Institute. Off you go. Right. <laughs> so. Going there with the guy who shoves hangers in his pee hole. What? Who's that guy? I told you about that guy. Okay, we're done. I don't. I, <laughs> That was that I, was the no, that was the, the urban legend no. of the neighborhood I grew up in. Is uh -uh, there was know. this guy, and this guy was real. His name was, but and everybody called him Elvis because he, he he clearly had a. I was a kid. I was a child, and okay. I was not a sensitive child. <laughs> All right, but uh, he would walk up and down the middle of the street with an acoustic guitar, singing Elvis tunes at the top of his lungs. Right. So the urban legend that at the time I believed had to be true, because why wouldn't it be? But now I realize it was just something, some horrible person or some person made up that was horrible. Some kid made up was that, oh, I heard that Elvis, uh, he had, they called an ambulance because he shoved a wire hanger in his dick hole. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like this, this kind of stuff. And of course, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, every time I saw Elvis after that, I was just like. You know, wow, it was just a wonder he was walking to me, <laughs> let alone singing at the top of his lungs <laughs> after having a wire hanger in his dick hole. Oh, yeah, that's that's my... What is wrong with you and dick hole stories or like... Do I have a lot of dick hole stories? <laughs> no, just people blowing their dick off or cutting their dick off or like... I don't think so. Dick related stories. <laughs> had a Men lot are of obsessed with their own penises. That's just how it is. Surely you've noticed. Anyway, Ridges soon turned <laughs> to an overcrowded institution. <laughs> they just want somebody to pay attention to it. <laughs> Ice water baths, electroshock therapies, and lobotomies became regular practice. Jesus. The kinds of patients submitted to treatments also changed because children turned into older patients, turned their old older pair older parents over to the asylum. Yeah, that makes sense. And teenagers, uh, if they have dementia or Alzheimer's or something, they're like, oh. They oh, went yeah. crazy. Nope, that's right. Because children turned their older parents over to the asylum and teenagers were considered rebellious and they were brought there by their parents as well. Several other strange things happened at the Ridges. Besides the cruel treatment applied to, par to patients, on the 1st of December, 1970, and this is what the Ridges is famous for. What do you plan on your phone for? <laughs> I got a notification. Yeah, me too. What do you playing on your phone for? I'm not. You don't see me that's, playing on that's my phone. It's actually from a friend of the show, Matt. So? It's a, it's Arrested Development, but with Avengers characters. So? I'm intrigued by that. I got distracted. I'm sorry. It'll still be there after the, the recording's over. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. I almost turned my sound on. <laughs> I would have been in an asylum. Because I have ADHD. <laughs> so they would have just been like, and we're all, you're, you're going to the asylum. You're going to the lunatic asylum. Right. 
Fucking lunatic. You this loony. is what Ridges is famous for. On the 1st of December 1978, a patient named Margaret Schilling mysteriously disappeared. Legend said she was playing hide and seek with the nurses who then got distracted and forgot to look for her. It's not funny. It's funny because it's like, I don't know what her condition was, but she was just like, man, I am the best at hiding. <laughs> I've been here for six months now. Over more than a month later, on the 12th of January, 1979, her body was found by a maintenance worker. Man, she was hardcore dedicated to that game of hide and seek. The coroner reported her death as heart failure, but she probably froze to death. Jesus. Her death was not mysterious as as mysterious as the marks on the floor. So an imprint of her clothes and her hair are perfectly visible on the floor, like to this day. Her, some say that her body decomposed and the outline was formed because of the reaction of the corpse to the sunlight. That makes sense. But the stain is still there and reappears after being cleaned up. To, to this day, to 2019. Margaret Schilling is not the only pa former patient said to be still haunting the ridges. University students often tell tales of strange figures standing in the empty wings of the former hospital, disembodied screams echoing through the halls and intense feelings of dread on the premises. <laughs> like, I got scared. <laughs> I got scared. So it's haunted. <laughs> That's that reminds me of intense feelings of dread. You got scared. I would have intense feelings of dread, too, if I was at school. <laughs> I mean, that's just being at school. Well, you know, well, they probably went there at night for fun, like like you do when you're a kid. Well, it, it's open for walking tours, but not inside. But yet there's still a lot of pictures of the inside. So that's interesting. The asylum has a cemetery where those who died were buried. And there are rumors that's haunted as well, obviously. There are 1,930 people buried there at the, at a, the total of three cemeteries. Of those, 700 women and 959 men lay under headstones marked only with numbers. That's creepy. Yeah. So by 1943, the state of Ohio began putting names, births, and deaths on the patients who died. But because so many of the patients were admitted to the ridges by the court systems and they had no remaining family or people to pay for the funeral expenses... They were buried anonymously with numbers attached only. Hmm. So newer stones since then did have names, but nothing has been replaced for the older stones. Do you want to visit this place? Kind of. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. It's by Hawking Hills, so we can like go down. But like, it. has it been updated? If it was open until 93, I feel like it wouldn't quite be the same as... I don't what know, are older you buildings are about? like creepy, like the interior. You, know what the, I mean? you can't go inside. You said there was a bunch of pictures, though. There are, but you're oh. not, they're trespassed. Oh. You're well, not allowed to go inside. Oh. They have walking tours, but it's off the ground, and the ground's walking tours are still two hours long. Hmm. Yeah. And it's by Hawking Hill, so like we would go like at a cabin and then go that go over there. Yeah. For like a two hour tour. Never to be heard from again. 
Yeah, that would be that'd be Margaret creepy. Chilling would pull you in, <laughs> suck you into the ground, never to be heard from again. Dead. I hope they made a plaque to memorialize the world's greatest like hider, hider of hide and seek. The world's great hide and seek champion, nineteen seventy eight to nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, exactly. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, there's our episode title. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. But yeah, she wins for sure. She wins full show. That's my story. That was that was interesting. It's not weird. Isn't that weird? I mean, I obviously don't believe in the haunting stuff, but there's still is something that is just creepy about buildings like that when you know what was in there. Isn't it weird that like it went through so many name changes? Yeah. <laughs> like and some of them for the worse, you know. Yeah. Usually they want to clean things up, and you know they're like, let's not call it a lunatic asylum. Let's call it the house for the mentally retarded. It's yeah. like that. Nah, let's not. Like I'm not. That's not the direction I think we should head either. Right. Then they're like, okay, okay, okay. The ridges. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I mean, okay, we go that way, but that doesn't tell anybody anything, right? No one even knows where it's at now. Yeah. And yeah, now it's been absorbed into Ohio University, which is kind of cool because, like, Case Western, like Case Western University, yep. Reserve University, has absorbed a whole bunch of buildings. And like it has, you know, it has stuff like that, like not right. a historical of, buildings, not so. like asylums, but yeah. like it makes sense for for colleges to absorb things, especially right. medical things. But it's weird to absorb like asylums with corpse stains on the yeah. ground. See, I feel like that's just a matter of like the oils and all the things from the from her body being paid over it. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets absorbed down in there or, or was absorbed down in there for over time. And that's why, it, you know, you can still probably see like a faint version of it, even the when you clean it. The pictures don't look faint. No, no. I don't understand. Like the pictures don't look faint and it's been 40 years. Yeah, but it's just I mean, they're stained. We have we just got new flooring at work and it's stained. <laughs> like and we clean it we have we have a floor cleaner i mean it's stained it's done like there's no getting rid of that stain that's just how it is sometimes and that that floor is like three months old <laughs> so i mean that to me it makes sense like certain things it just gets absorbed into that those cracks of the concrete is not coming out i mean is it a person was it a no, person it's just dirt and that's what i mean though a person you know you have all the you know the the biological makeup of a person seeping in there yeah i mean that's gonna there's a lot of oils and proteins and all kinds of stuff that stains. I mean, that's just how it is. That's just science. That's not, it's not weird at all. That's so disgusting. Yeah, that's just how it works. The other part is, how did they lose somebody for three weeks? I think it's also, uh, this is actually window. what I'm thinking of. Because I'm, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> this is what's funny. I think doing pest control, I've kind of pushed some things that I've seen down. And so I'm sitting here. Remember, this is what I remember. I got to tell you the memory as I'm having it. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't saying it. Cause I'm like, that can't be a real memory. That can't be something I did. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense, but it does make sense now because I did pest control. But what I was thinking was I have scraped up tiny bodies off a of pavement and they leave stains. And I'm like, why would I think that about myself? <laughs> why would I think I've, but I have, I've scraped rats and mice and, okay. and different things that have decayed. 
and it leaves a stain. It leaves a, a mark because that's that's just what happens. Now I remember why I have that. Well, I was having those not so great memories. You're it was like, like, oh, no, I meant to do that. I meant to kill those things. At first, I was like, OK, apparently I've made some kills. And I've, I haven't told anybody. But no, it was just like rats and stuff. So it's OK. I can tell you about it. But yeah, you got to literally like scrape these fucking things off the pavement when they've been dead for a long time. Because, you know, people would call in and they'd just be like, yeah, there's a smell coming from. Oh, God damn it. So you got to go in and, you know, you just follow the odor. OK, that's. And then, yeah, you scrape it up and yeah, it, it leaves a mark. It, there then, is like, no okay, mystery as to okay. why there's a mark there. OK, so there's a mark there. But why did somebody leave her body there for three weeks? Well, How that's what I mean. You said she was her. hiding, supposedly. But she she was hiding. By the other thing window. is that somebody killed her and hit her is another thing, too. Also bad. Right. It's bad. But I mean, that, that could have been what happened. But why Which, wasn't it all hands on deck to find her? This is the 70s, man. You were alive. Barely. It wasn't that long. You were three or two. Yeah. Or two. I just mean it was it was different. Like you think about now and like Amber Alerts and stuff like that. Like when it, there's a lot less. I mean, there's still kidnappings, but it seems like people are able to find people, you know, and there are, you know, unsolved ones still, obviously. But, you know, you have a lot faster response. It just wasn't they like that back building then. She was in and they couldn't find her. And think about those old buildings, though, too, man. Like they had all kinds of weird things. Dumb waiters and closets. She and... was on the floor by a window. <laughs> she wasn't like I could see where her body was. She might have just been in a room that nobody went in. You know, that room where they put all the chairs. You know, they're just like, that's the chair room now. You know, you know what I'm talking about? There's always <laughs> yeah. a room just like chairs, desks, computer monitors. They no, just go there the to 70s. die. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm talking about, though. Just old equipments in there. All the old printers are in there that the fucking don't work anymore. And yeah, then don't get rid of or yeah, recycle. It's or just do a room with. of shit that everybody's like, oh, just put it in the room with, you know, all the old chairs. There's a lot of different. I think I feel like there's a lot of different uh, reasons. I feel like if you're in charge of an asylum, you shouldn't lose humans. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I do. Or any kind <laughs> of like hospital administration. Yeah, that's the thing that happens. You, should, you should keep track of patients. I mean, it might be an outlandish statement. <laughs> it seems like make, a priority. Like, if I were running for some kind of political office, I would be willing to stake my platform on it. <laughs> like, don't lose patients. Don't lose patients. That's. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, she was definitely hide and seek champion 1978 to 1979. <laughs> she wins. She wins. Great job, Margaret Schilling. Do you have anything else? Do you want to wrap this up? My back hurts a little bit. I'm going to wrap this up. We did a, we did a solid hour. We did it, you guys. Loisima. Um. Man, I wish I knew how to speak Spanish correctly. <laughs> All right, so... Dark Phoenix tickets. Nope. And you're maybe on Toy Story. I'm a no on both. I'm a hard pass on both. <laughs> Consent not granted. Everybody here hears it. It is recorded. Also, I have a backache. Bye, guys. Bye.